Today, we continue our series on the seven deadly sins with, you guessed it, sloth. You know, sloths are so hot right now. When I was a little girl cuddling my teddy, I would never have imagined that my grandson would be climbing into his cot with a sloth. We tend to see them as cute animals that make us smile, but the sin of sloth is no laughing matter to God, as we shall see. Sloth, a habitual inclination to laziness, a dislike of exertion that ruins the livelihood of the body, taking no care for important matters, a mind state that gives rise to boredom, mindlessness and apathy. So what's the stereotype that comes to mind? Maybe it's a 32-year-old guy still living in his parents' house who plays video games all day and has no intention of getting employment but wants to marry a girl with a really well-paid job. Or a woman sitting at the salon having her hair and nails done for the third time in a week as she scrolls through Instagram and sips on Chardonnay. Have you ever actually met someone like that? I haven't. I certainly don't think it's a picture that any of us aspire to. Now, sloth is an interesting one for this series. You could be tempted to put this last on your list of deadly sins to watch out for. You know, uh, pride goes before a fall. We heard last week, lust can wreck families. Greed can eat you up from the inside. Anger can lead to physical injury. But sloth? Has anyone ever died from taking it easy? Has any coroner's report said, died from too much sleeping? I think I'm probably talking to two different audiences here. One group have never been so busy as they are now in this lockdown season. Your homeschooling kids trying to keep your job, maybe working double shifts in some frontline job, and you are exhausted. And you're saying, if only I could be guilty of the sin of laziness. There's another group that's been forced to slow right down. No more rushing the kids from game to activity to party. No more constant meetings and having to be somewhere by a certain time, battling traffic and job expectations. Maybe this has brought some blessings into your life and maybe you're just plain bored. You would do anything to be busy again. Now, wherever you sit on this spectrum, I doubt that any of us would admit to being lazy. This so-called deadly sin just doesn't seem relevant. But let's get real. We all can be guilty of wasting hours watching TV, daydreaming, procrastinating, scrolling mindlessly through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, ouch. We start things we never finish. We end up neglecting God and people because of laziness and because of that thing in our pockets, our smartphone. This is exactly the message I think that we need to hear as we've been locked down for weeks and we're on the cusp of stepping back into some normal life. We will be tempted to let the sloth that has crept into our lives take over. Instead of being the industrious and active people of God that we are called to be, we will be tempted to be non-contributors. 
Can you imagine that on your gravestone? Marcy was a nice person, but she contributed nothing to the world around her. That makes me cringe. Let's look at uh, a verse from the book of Proverbs. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. You know, Proverbs is a book about wisdom and how to do life well. And this verse is one of 14 times in this book that there is a warning to the sluggard. That's a great word. The person referred to as a sluggard is more than just a lazy person. It's a person who can't be relied on, who is irresponsible, whose word cannot be believed, who eventually becomes a burden on their family and community. This is not just a chilled out person. This is a laziness of spirit that grows from being totally self-focused. Okay, now I'm starting to feel a bit uncomfortable. When the early church fathers talked about the sin of sloth, it was far deeper than just the tendency to fall back to sleep when your alarm goes off. The term was used for people in religious or monastic communities who neglected their spiritual duties, people who became indifferent to their obligations to God. You can be the busiest person in the world and be a sluggard in relation to your obligations towards God. Theologians through the ages have often connected sloth with self-pity. It's like we're so wrapped up in ourselves and our problems that we cannot lift our heads to participate in helping to heal the world. When Jesus calls us to love God and love our neighbour, we can barely drag ourselves out to do it and we find no joy in serving God or others. Have you ever felt like that? I know there are times in life where we have to give ourselves permission to just be and protect our hearts through a period of grief. I've been there myself just this year. But it's not a place to stay. It's a valley to walk through until we can lift up our heads again and see what God is calling us to do for others. So let's look at a few more verses. What does the Bible have to say? In Romans, it says this, Never be lazy in your work, but serve the Lord enthusiastically. Be glad for all God is planning for you. Be patient in trouble and prayerful always. Colossians, whatever you do, Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And how about this one, once again from Proverbs. Taking the easy way out is the habit of a lazy man or woman, and it will be their downfall. All day long, they think about all the things that they crave, but they haven't learned the secret that the generous man or woman has learned, extravagant giving never leads to poverty. I love that in this Proverbs, laziness is contrasted with generosity. The slothful person never thinks about the needs of others, never thinks to be generous to others. 
to live righteously and diligently will cost us something. We cannot cling to comfort when God calls us to greater things. It is comfortable to just live our lives with our own happiness as our greatest goal. It is not comfortable to lay down our lives in service to others. A life of love is not easy, but it is totally fulfilling. Jesus tells us to take up our cross and follow him. That is not comfortable. But he also says to seek first the kingdom of God and all other things, everything else that we need will fall into its rightful place. Now let me address the elephant in the room. One of the common things you will hear um, our teaching team say at Gateway is that we need to slow down. Our souls need rest. We need to take a Sabbath to honour God. Hurry can be a disease of the soul because we don't take the time to abide with God. So which is it, Marcy? Slow down or get off your butt? The answer? It's both. Some of us need to dial down the frenetic busyness so we can get busy with the things of God, the things that really matter. Some of us need to get off our butts and start contributing to the things of God, the things that really matter. Let's talk about three kinds of sloth and how we can operate in the opposite virtue, diligence, which means showing care and conscientiousness in one's work and duties. The first sort of sloth is physical sloth. Now, Being physically lazy can badly affect your health. If you've ever sat watching TV for eight hours, you know that you just don't feel good. But I don't think this is really a problem for most of us. We tend to work too much rather than too little. But how are we doing at being really diligent in our work? To be diligent in our physical work requires a change of attitude And I take you back to that verse from Colossians, which said, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Do you see your work as a calling from God? You can't be slothful in your work when you're working for God. If you're a teacher, you are inspiring young minds. That's kingdom work. If you are a health worker, you are promoting physical healing. That is kingdom work. If you clean offices, you are enhancing work environments. That is kingdom work. If you are a concreter, you are building the physical environment. That is kingdom work. Christian kingdom work is work well done. Christian workers are the ones who the boss is so glad he or she employed. Christian workers know how to work hard and rest well. The second sort of sloth is intellectual sloth. Now, this can kill the mind. And I think a lot of us are probably guilty of laziness when it comes to our minds. What are you doing to grow your knowledge of the world apart from scrolling through Instagram? When's the last time you read a really good book? 
How are you going growing your knowledge of the biblical worldview? Now, this is something that we can be doing during lockdown. Now, I know some of you might be saying, well, where do I start? There's so many books out there. Well, let me give you a couple of recommendations. If you've never read a great Christian book, Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life. Millions of people around the world have read it and there's a reason why. There's another one that I really love by John Ortberg called The Me I Want to Be. Easily available. If you want to read a good book, that's a good place to start. You could, you could sign up for Online Alpha. Now, I'm doing Online Alpha at the moment, and it's a course that, that takes you into the, the basics of the Christian faith. And it's fantastic. I've been a Christian for over 60 years, and I'm still learning, and I'm enjoying it so much. So if you want to be involved in the next Alpha, why don't you sign up for that? You could start a Bible reading plan. Um, the Version app that you can easily access on your smartphone has so many Bible reading plans that would help you to, uh, to start to learn your Bible more. You could request to be connected with a mentor. That would be someone at Gateway Church who'd be happy to just sit and talk with you or give you a call and just help you in your next steps and in how to grow. You could start an online study course. I'm doing one at the moment and it's it's really um, feeding me. Are you scared to talk to your friends about your faith because you feel like you don't know enough? We can certainly point you to some great online study options for all levels of learning from left high school at 15 to post-grad level. Now, we have set up a special Google form for you to request help and more info and at the end of um, church, there will be a QR code on your screen. That will take you to a list of links. Look for the Ideas for Growth one. Fill it out and we'll get in touch. Can I just encourage you, you can push back against intellectual sloth. There's an exciting world out there waiting to be discovered. The third sort of sloth is spiritual sloth. And this can kill the soul. And this is the one that I want you to really think about as we start to come out of lockdown. How are you going to contribute to the kingdom as in-person church reopens? How are you going to join Jesus in the healing of the world? How will you pray, serve, give, share your faith? Let's get busy about the things that really matter. If you never pray, you can get busy talking to God. As you bring the needs of others to God, it will lift you out of self-pity and start to cure you of spiritual sloth. If you never give of your finances, it's time you got busy being generous. Make a plan to put a direct debit in place so that you are not tempted to pull back. If you never contribute to the life of this church, if you are a consumer of religious services but not a worker, a non-contributor, then there is an exciting adventure waiting for you. We can help you find a place of delight in serving and helping others. This is the path to the virtue of diligence, which is the opposite of sloth. Now, coming out of this lockdown, you might be tempted to stay on your couch on Sunday mornings. 
If you can join us in person, can I encourage you to resist this temptation? You were called to a family of the church and families come together with joy and they sacrifice for each other and they bear each other's burdens. You might be tempted to circle the wagons around your nuclear family and just stay cosy and safe. Resist that. We are not called to be comfy cosy. We are called to serve and to give and to get busy bringing the kingdom of God down to earth as it is in heaven. We cannot seek personal comfort and the kingdom. These two are going in opposite directions. I saw a nature documentary this week about sloths. Interesting fact. They live in the rainforest canopy and the leaves they eat are some of the toughest in the jungle. These leaves are so hard to digest that it can take two weeks for the sloth system to break them down. The only way their bodies can cope with this slow release of food energy is to slow their movement right down. Of course, I said, that'll preach. When we feed ourselves on poor spiritual nutrition, we will have no energy to be about the things of God. The Holy Spirit came to light a fire in our souls. Let's not be frantically busy with life, but lazy about the things that really matter. Well, we are going to go into our Selah time, and today we are using a song called Available by Elevation Worship. And the lyrics say, I hear you call. I am available. I say, yes, Lord, I am available. That is a cry of someone who is pushing back against the sin of sloth. Can we commit our lives to be available to God? Maybe for you it's the first time. Maybe it's the thousandth time. I need to do this every morning. So the prayer for this week is, Lord, As we start to come out of lockdown, show me where to get busy on your agenda.